What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we are talking about ARK Invest's new research report on Tesla. This has been highly anticipated in the community. ARK Invest, led by CEO and founder Kathy Wood, a legend in the investment community after staking her entire reputation, essentially, on Tesla and the company's ride-hailing robo-taxi efforts um, being very long the stock when nobody else was. I feel like it was just HyperChange and ARK Invest uh, back in 2017 and 2018. And now, look at how far they have come. ARK Invest is a thought leader in the entire world of finance because of this call. There's been a ton of anticipation ahead of this new report released by them, uh, which just has their sort of new theory and trajectory for the Tesla bull case. Because if you're buying into Tesla today at about a $700 billion valuation, the most valuable car company in the world, one of the most valuable companies in the world, a lot of that is resting on future growth and specifically the future growth of their autonomous vehicle program and the launch of a robo-taxi network, autonomous Teslas driving around in our cities, picking us up for half the price of Uber and you're showing up to the party in a Tesla. I mean, this is the future we all want and we're not polluting. Um, so, but the real question is, can can Tesla achieve that? And how big of a business will that be? And how much upside will that justify in the stock? So ARK Invest here, the headline number is they're projecting a $3,000 price target by 2025. So ARK Invest has modeled out 40,000 different possible scenarios using the Monte Carlo method, I guess, which is where they have all these different scenarios. They assign a probability to each scenario, lump that in and get one sort of base number that they come out to, which is the most likely based on those weighted probabilities. And that is about $3,000, about a 5X upside from where we are today. And, and that'll be the fair value of the company in 2025. So let's unpack this report a little bit put out by ARK analyst Tasha Keeney, who's awesome. I also want to give a huge shout out to ARK because I've gone to some of their meetings, had Tasha Keeney, Sam on the podcast, met Kathy Wood. I, you know, I always talk about my beef with Wall Street and Goldman Sachs and all these people, like just this small-minded, not long-term thinking. Uh, ARK Invest embodies the opposite of that. They're exactly what Wall Street should be. Um, they're exactly what, when you think of an amazing financial firm building for the future, thinking ahead, analyzing, you know, pricing and innovation in the public markets. This is a pioneering idea by Kathy Wood and has led them to uh, generate probably some of the biggest alpha in the entire industry and deservedly, you know, amazing recognition. So I want to give them a huge shout out because out of all the people on Wall Street to follow, I follow none of them except ARK Invest. And so ARK Invest has put out this research um, and they, you know, saw this robo-taxi thesis before a lot of people. They were, even before, it seems like a joke now, but Tesla was uh, this whole LiDAR debate. Do we need LiDAR to get on the self-driving car? What about Waymo? They're going to crush Tesla. You know, note, ARK Invest has had this theory that vision-based computer AI, just those cameras, eight cameras on the Tesla are going to be good enough to get us to self-driving. Tesla, I believe, has the biggest X factor in all of the entire industry um, here because they have a million of these cars on the road that are actually training. Every time you drive autopilot and you disengage, that gets sent back to Tesla HQ to make the neural net better. I'm on the FSD beta program with about 2,000 other users. We're driving around this fully self-driving software today. That's right, literally today, I'm driving around in my Tesla, or my Tesla's driving me around, testing out this software, um, making it better, improving it so they can roll it out to more people. Yes, we're still in the early days. Yes, it's beta. Yes, it doesn't really totally work yet where you can't be in your car, like you have to pay attention, but we are getting there and we are getting close. And I believe this is on the cusp of being one of the most disruptive things to happen in our economy in this century, the uh, true investment of a truly autonomous, vision-based, general-purpose autonomous vehicle. This is going to be the next great computing platform. It's like an iPhone, but with wheels. The iPhone unlocked trillions of dollars of the app economy and market cap. I think the robo-taxi business will do something very similar. That's why you're seeing Apple, Amazon, Waymo, all the companies with the biggest capital war chests in the world invest heavily, go full steam ahead to try and replicate what Tesla and Elon Musk are doing with their autopilot team because they know this is a multi-trillion dollar business, and that is what ARK is modeling out here. So, um, they go through here with a base case or a bear case and a bull case of 2025, just so we can get a little bit of a flavor. The bear case has no robo taxi. The bull case has a pretty successful robo taxi network. So let's walk through these. 
bear case. We're looking at 5 million cars sold, average uh, selling price of 45,000. That's pretty epic. That goes 2020 from 5 million uh, to for 0.5 million, half a million to 5 million, a 10x increase in five years. This is would be almost unheard of, but you know Tesla building three factories on three continents right now. I think we're it's very possible. I think that we're going to end up somewhere in between this five and ten million number that Arc has. So that number five million times forty five thousand, we're looking at about two hundred thirty four billion in just hardware electric vehicle revenue, twenty three billion in insurance revenue. They have forty two billion in human driven ride hailing. So this is assuming that Tesla launches basically its own version of Uber um, just for Teslas, and then but there's still humans driving it, and Tesla just gets a cut, so a lot lower margin business. I personally, you know, I personally don't know if this is actually something Tesla's gonna do. I think it might be sort of a waste of time for Tesla. Like the only way they, they're they gonna have human drivers to get this autonomous network off the ground is if that helps, you know, build traction for the autonomous network, get it going. Um, just just sort of like the launching point to get to this truly, you know, ubiquitous, um, call it, press a button on your phone and your Tesla comes to you autonomously um, because that is the real play. You know, Tesla and Elon Musk are not in this to build another Uber just with Teslas. They are in this to build a general purpose vision-based AI system that can literally drive itself on any single road, even if it's never been on that road before, that is the business that th that's worth trillions, not a human ride hailing network. So but anyway, in this bear case, that's what they have. Gross margins almost doubling from 21 to 40%. I don't know if that's a bear case. That seems like an aggressive assumption. Total gross margins to 43%, EBITDA margin of 31%, enterprise value of 14 billion times EBITDA. That's a rapid compression in the multiples. Um, so we're looking at a market cap of 1.5 trillion in 2025 on that base case, 1.5 trillion, about a double from where we're at today, a $1,500 share price. So still a lot of upside, even if Tesla doesn't have a robo-taxi, that's ARK Invest's um, sort of theory, and that makes a lot of sense. You know, that's just them sort of electrifying, and this is a spreadsheet, so I like to bring it down back to IRL. You know, this is Tesla electrifying different categories. First, we have Model 3, Model Y, Compact Car, Model 2 coming out, Cybertruck, Tesla Semi. This is the $234 billion in revenue is literally metal parts, batteries, chips, and all that stuff that they're going to sell without software that could justify a $1.5 trillion company. So that's super important um, to understand that we're not just relying on this robo-taxi network. But let's get to the fun part. Example bull case by 2025 is 10 million cars sold, a 20x increase, which is insane. $36,000 average selling price, a compression of average selling price as they have more of those Model 2s on the road, those cheaper cars, about $25,000. I'm calling it the Model 2. It's not the official name, but Elon, give me a better name, uh, and then I'll switch it up. And so electric vehicle revenue there. 367 billion, as you can see, average selling price compressing, but um, insurance revenue, just 6 billion. Human-driven ride-hailing revenue, zero. Autonomous ride-hailing revenue, 327 billion. So that's right, if we have this robo-taxi network, Arc is saying in five years, as we scale it up, we're gonna be getting 364 billion from selling all the hardware, but then also 327 million of extremely juicy, high-margin revenue. And look at what this says, net revenue net revenue. So it's it's not like if I pay five bucks for a ride, you know, the guy who owns the car gets four bucks, Tesla gets a buck. That 327 billion is only the dollar. It's not the full five dollars. So that one dollar goes right to Tesla. It's a huge, it's like 70, 80, 90% profit margins. It's extremely profitable. It's just all software. So this is um, the sort of financial lever right now. And if you look at Tesla as sort of like this freight train of revenue, right? This this extra incremental software revenue that keeps dropping down is gonna have a huge incremental boost to the margin profile of the companies. Why is Ford, GM, Toyota, every single car company trading at 0.5, point, you know, one-time sales, whatever, because there's no margin. There's no profitability on that revenue. You know, they're basically paying you to take the car and making the money on service. So that's why these car companies, and that's a huge fallacy of why Tesla looks overvalued, but they are changing the economics of what a vehicle is. 
is. You know, back before Autonomy Day, this is a tweet that actually Elon Musk replied to of mine way back two years ago, but it couldn't be more true. We are about to flip the unit economics of what it's like to be a vehicle on their head, going from, you know, this micro 10 to 20% gross margin to a 50% gross margin as more software gets embedded in the vehicle sales, because guess what? These are computer on wheels. They're not cars. And so that is, is this crazy shift, which is why economists, which is why academia, which is why Wall Street was not able to fathom the valuation of Tesla because they couldn't fathom that the car was actually a computer and that software would be a big component of that. But Kathy Wood and the, the, the squad is on it. So they have gross margin hitting 50%. That leads you to a 30% EBITDA margin, 18x uh, enterprise value EBITDA. I guess it's a software company, so we're boosting our, our uh, multiples a little bit here. Market cap of $4 trillion. That gets us to a share price of $4,000 per share in the bull case. So ARK Invest, like I said, that average weighted probability of all their assumptions here, 3,000. But this, they give us the example, 1,500 bear case, 4,000 bull case. So you can see kind of that 3,000 is in between. So they talk about their changes from their last model, which they've actually upped the price from significantly. And a big part of that is the capital expenditures, essentially the amount of dollars Tesla spends on each new unit of production, which is actually way better than their estimates. Um, they say that in 2019, Tesla spent 1.33 billion on capital expenditures and produced 510,000 vehicles, increase of 144.5 thousand from the previous year, suggesting its incremental capex per vehicle was 9.2 thousand. Um, so we're looking at a rapidly dropping cost of capex per vehicle. And this is, you know, when I talk Talk about or uh, when people discuss the idea of Tesla licensing its battery technology, its software, all of this stuff, I, I always think that's like, eh, that's great. But if Tesla's the bets at building the cars, not just making the technology that goes inside the cars, then why are we going to let other people build the cars? And this is the data that's actually proving it, that every single new Tesla that they build costs them less to build out that production line. They're getting more efficient. The pace of innovation at the machine that builds the machine level is here. And this is the evidence that they're saying. And that is a big, you know, entire thesis of ARC's sort of investment case here as Tesla gets better at building factories, as economies of scale hit, the uh, incremental dollars to add that incremental production goes down dramatically. And what you're saying is like, Tesla is getting cheaper and cheaper to build this autonomous $25,000 car, yet the, the profit... Uh, amount for that car keeps going up. And this is a fascinating inflection we're at a Tesla's business of actually, you know, the hardware price are decreasing. $150,000, $200,000 Roadster, $100,000, $70,000 Model S, $100,000, $70,000 Model X, $50,000 Model 3, $40,000 Model 3 and Y now. Then we're going to get $25,000 Model 2. Okay, so that price is coming down, but wait, what about that FSD? Started out at $4,000 or $6,000. Now it's at $8,000. Now it's at $10,000. I paid $8,000, but the market price is $10,000. It's going to go up to $12,000. So all of a sudden, this software revenue is going to start to offset this declining hardware revenue. And we might actually have an increase in the average ASP over the life of the vehicle. And so this is the mind-numbing economic equation of why I think Tesla could be one of the most profitable companies of all time, because they're already making billions of dollars per quarter. But now we have this thing of it's getting cheaper to make their cars, but they're making more money per car. And this is just this insane flywheel. And then they use that capital to build more car factories that make it even cheaper to build even more cars that make even more money. So we are just on this long, decade-long ramp of Tesla price in software to their vehicle sales. The incremental gross margin opportunity is insane, and it's not going to wait until we hit that level five autonomy thesis. That's so important to understand is that this is happening today. We are on the cusp of Tesla announcing FSD pricing going from 10 to 12, maybe to $15,000. And that's just going to happen right now. That could happen in a month. That could happen in three weeks when they roll out this new FSD beta. And so that won't be a truly autonomous solution, but that will be a massive lever to the profitability and cash flow of the company that happens in the immediate and near term. And so so that is why this is so exciting. Insurance business. Now, I love what ARK's idea here is in the insurance business that Tesla will be an extremely disruptive insurance company, but I don't think they're going to actually make money from it. And I don't include this in my model personally because 
I, you know, Tesla on their superchargers, on their service, they don't actually try and make a profit. They just try and give you that service. And sort of their only way of making a profit is on the vehicle. I think insurance might be something similar. And if you think about what the insurance system or the way it works now, it's like, okay, I buy my car. I got to call it Progressive. Be like, yo, can I get insurance? Maybe I call up Geico to get a better quote because I want to support Buffett, whatever. But now that's totally switching. Rivian, Tesla, they want to bring the insurance business in-house because if it's an autonomous car and it gets in a crash, guess who's liable? The company that wrote that autonomous software, Tesla. So they have to get in the insurance business anyway, if they're going to do robo taxis, that's why they're doing it now. So the insurance business isn't like a dope green space opportunity, although it is. To me, it's just a necessity of launching a robo taxi and frankly carries a lot more risk than excitement for me. If you get in a crash and kill people on your autonomous vehicle software, like that is on Tesla. That's going to be a huge cost. Um, there's a lot of potential liabilities that come with operating an insurance business. For instance, Rivian. I think it could be a huge mistake for a company like Rivian to get into the insurance business too early and insure their first vehicles off the line, which could have all these massive problems. And then you get hit with this like quadruple whammy of like problems in the press popping up, people not wanting to get your vehicles, orders dropping, and then you have a massive financial hit by having to cover the liability of all these insurance costs if you insure your own vehicles. So um, Tesla is on really pushing on some new boundaries here by being the first auto OEM to launch its own insurance business. Um, but I think they have to as the robo-taxi. Another rant, uh, piece on the insurance business, look, think about the data flow. Like to me, the fact that people are investing in car insurance and think of car insurance as an actual business, like it's a data business, right? So my Tesla's a computer on wheels. I turn the wheel, I disengage autopilot, I hit the brake. Like the amount of data you have on me as a driver is probably a 10,000, a thousand times more than Geico has. So Tesla has a massive data arbitrage because of how they have connected, you know, computers as their cars instead of these analog like devices that are built by a third party, like Tesla's vertically integrated. So there's a huge data arbitrage in the insurance business, which is why I think Tesla will crush it there. Now, so on the autonomous ride hail business, in our last valuation model, ARC assumed that Tesla had a 30% chance of delivering fully autonomous driving in the next five years, or in the five years ended 2024. Now ARC estimates that the probability is 50% by 2025. So they've upped the probability of there being um, this actual robo-taxi network, which I think is really fair. Like we always say Elon like misses his deadlines for autonomy, which is kind of true, but like he's moving so fast. He's moving at a breakneck pace. He's racing himself. Everyone else isn't even in the race, you know? And uh, I think Tesla... It, the, the chance of this happening is increasing. I mean, I have FSD beta, like my car is driving itself around, like I have to watch it. But I, I, to say this is, I don't know. I think this is really happening. This is really coming. And this is probably the biggest uh, variant perception that I think Tesla bulls have versus the rest of the world is that this is real. This is coming. This is being developed. This is right around the corner. This is not some pie in the sky moonshot a la Waymo. This is actually something that 2000 people are using on a daily basis and loving and testing and making better every single day. By the time you're watching this, the software is going to be better than the time I recorded this. And that acceleration flywheel continues. And so Tesla is on the cusp of launching this. And this is why, you know, I love this ARC model and I love what they're doing and they're transparent. It's awesome. They didn't release the whole, you know, all the numbers, those 40,000 uh, different spreadsheets. But, you know, you can't put too much, like, I don't know, I, I, it's important to do independent thinking, right? Like everyone who's waiting for the ARK Invest model for Tesla stock price to go up, lame. You know what I mean? Like you should do your own independent thinking. Yes, ARK is an amazing research institution, but how complicated is it to theorize that if Tesla comes up with a car that can legally drive itself around cities and they have millions of them, they're gonna make a huge amount of money. So 5 million cars, 10,000 in profit per year per car. We're looking at 50 billion in annual profit per car. ARK saying 160 billion in EBITDA from that business by 2025. But you get the point here. Is it 50 billion? Is it 100 billion? Is it 200 billion? Nobody knows, but it's a massive amount. So 
you know, my high level takeaway from this, and a lot of people have been commenting that this doesn't include Tesla's energy business, which is really interesting. Uh, but you know, they're focusing on the ride handling business. The energy business, I think, has huge potential. Batteries, grids, um, changing all of that, um, and it's potentially a trillion dollar company on itself. But we'll leave that aside for another day. Um, this is a fascinating look into the robo taxi market. I think you know right now there, there's no question that Tesla is being valued for more than its uh, electric vehicle hardware business and every business that it has today. We're pricing in growth. A lot of that growth, and now this is sort of subjective, how much is uh, on the execution of that robo taxi network? And so. The point Arc is making here is, despite this 20x run up in Tesla price, despite this already being one of the most valuable companies in the world, we still could have a 4, 5x, 6x, 7x upside in the valuation of this company in the next half decade if they can achieve and deliver this autonomous robo-taxi vehicle. Um, and so that is extremely exciting. You know, I want to live in a world where Teslas are autonomously taking us around. The, the emissions from fossil fuels are going to decrease dramatically. The safety of our roads is going to increase dramatically. The swag of all of us showing up to our destinations is going to increase dramatically. Like this, the fun of getting to our destination is going to increase dramatically. This is such an exciting and inspiring future. Um, I, you know, the fact that Elon Musk, the fact that governments aren't doing this is embarrassing. Like progress is getting pushed forward in the simulation because of Elon Musk, because of the incentive system of capitalism. That is such a beautiful thing at work here. And the amount of lives saved, the amount of cost to the healthcare system that will be decreased because of this, the amount of you know future generations, stress and climate change worries that will be changed because of this is priceless and honestly astounding and just like amazing. So that's why I'm, you know, I love Tesla and I'm obsessed with it, but um, I don't know. And that's why I feel so pumped to be an FSD beta tester and be a part of this because I think this is such an incre incredible moment of history and an exciting time. We're going to look back at humans driving these ice dinosaur juice cars. It's just such a ridiculous legacy thing. Um, and this is all coming. And I think it's going to make Tesla potentially the most valuable company on planet earth. Maybe they'll have to catch up with SpaceX. Um, and, but that's what this business has the potential to do. And so that's why I'm personally, you know, I'm still, I only sold my Tesla stock to buy my Model Y, still beefing with that. But, you know, um, I, I'm holding all my Tesla stock because I believe in this. I believe Elon Musk will get it done. We drive cars with two eyes that are distracted 80% of the time. You know, can a car with eight cameras that are all constantly on, that are outside the car with better visibility, um, you know, that eight versus two eight robots that are perfect versus two imperfect human. Like, come on, this is a no-brainer. Uh, the first principles is telling you this is going to happen. It's just a matter of when. And I think the reason why Tesla is the only company to take seriously in this race right now is because they have the flywheel of data. They are getting paid to collect data. That is why Google's the world's best search engine because you are paying them by ad views every time you do a search and you're training the AI. They get paid to get the data. Tesla, I paid them for my car. Now I'm giving them data on training their neural net. They're getting paid to get the data. Waymo, paying to get the data. Cruise, paying to get the data. GM, whatever. They're also clues. But anyway, everyone else is paying to get the data. And that is why they'll never get the miles driven enough. They're not getting enough real world edge cases to actually bring this to market. And the economic friction of having to pay for every mile of data you collect is an insurmountable, you know, massive economic mountain that nobody will ever get over. And that is why I'm waiting for a company like Rivian or a company like Amazon who can subsidize the data collection flywheel with an existing business will actually be a real threat um, to Tesla in this autonomous future because in the long run, this will be commoditized. I think we have a decade of some of the most profitable hundreds of billions of dollars in cash flow in world history. Uh, literally, just one of the most profitable moments in world history as Tesla has a general purpose robotaxi solution and no one else in the world does. But then, you know, that technology will become commoditized. Um, it'll be a price war down to the bottom. I think the number two company in robotaxi is going to have to lose money for years to keep up with Tesla. But eventually, that'll compress Tesla's margins and we'll have to, Tesla's, you know, ironically, they're 
competitive advantage will shift back from software to the manufacturing of those vehicles and that hardware. But that's longer down the road. Um, right now, I think we have you know a five or ten window, uh, five or ten year window of just unbelievable profits to reap from this technological advantage. Huge shout out to Kathy Wood and uh, Tasha Keeney for putting out this report. I mean, zero other Wall Street firms are putting out free research like this. Zero other Wall Street firms saw Tesla coming. It is like truly a gift that we get to have this and we get so much content from the ARC team. So huge shout out to all of them. I love the, the discussion this pushes forward. Um, and I hope y'all, you know, as much as we love ARC, as much as we want to rely on this, also do some independent thinking because you're smarter than you think and you got to have your own core thesis that you believe that's different from the market to truly be a great investor. So always keep that in mind. Huge shout out to the Hyper Changers, our Patreon producers, um, just everybody who watches the show. I love y'all. See y'all next time.